Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband! Wife! Do you know what we're doing now? I think we're doing our book club now. That's not how you say it. Oh, that's not? How do you say it? Sacrilegious book club! Right, that's yes. the one. Yes, All right, that's right. what we're doing. Yeah, so what are we going over in our book club tonight? Well, we are still reading, probably forever, a treasury of Jewish folklore, stories, Traditions, Legends, Humor, Wisdom, and Folk Songs of the Jewish People. Mm-hmm. Edited by Nathan Ozubel. And part one was Jewish Salt. Part two was Heroes. And that is, oh no, we're in part three, The Human Comedy. 
Okay. Okay. And chapter one was about droll characters and that had like schnorvers in it. Yeah. Stuff like that. Right. Chapter two was rogues and sinners. Okay. So, you know, had rogues and sinners in it. Yeah. Yeah. And now we are in part chapter three, traditional types. Sounds boring. Today we're going to read about cantors, preachers and rabbis and Rothschild and other rich men. Okay. I have to tell you, this wasn't my favorite bit. All right. Okay. Well, let's go so, see uh, what what's going on. Do you know what a cantor is? No. It's a singer. Got it. All right. Well, let's go get into this. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> All right, so this bit opens with a really lengthy intro. I'm not reading the whole thing to you because it doesn't need to be. Right, right, okay? yeah. Um, it, I'll just read this couple sentences here. Okay. okay. The Jew, an adept at the wise king's teaching to do everything in its own season, found time to scoff as well as to revere, to be skeptical as well as to extol. This was not done from caprice or malice, but rather out of good-humored raillery, prompted by a recognition that the noblest and the wisest also have their comic and foolish sides. Mm. Which, I can agree to that. Sure. Therefore, all life passed in review before the folk humorist, who was no respecter of persons or of the degree of their eminence. So, everybody farts, is basically. Got it. Got it. That's the way I view that. Yes. Everybody without exception was a candidate for the butt of his jokes. Okay? Okay. So you heard me say cantor, and that is what the opening bit covers. And I said it's a singer. Yeah. It's the person who leads the singing in um, the synagogue. Okay. And a lot of times they were thought to not have great voices, so it's like a joke. Among them. Um, Another thing that they covered was Rothschild Mm -hmm. and rich people, rich Jews specifically. And um, they used the term very generically as in if they said, oh, there goes a Rothschild. They don't mean anybody specific. It's a very generic, rich. Gentile, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. um, Jewish person. person. Jewish person. Yeah. Yeah. Not a Gentile, a Jewish person. Right, right. But a rich one. Right. And they were often thought to be stingy Got by it. by the people, by the Jewish people. Okay. Like, I'm not trying to right. put stereotype, forth any stereotypes. Stereotype, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm trying to explain the the jokes that are being written by Jewish people, what they so joke about. So it's quite possible maybe that the Jewish people started their own stereotype about themselves. Correct. So and I, I don't know. How that all transpired. Yeah, I don't know that. I, but I'm, it's, just, it, I'm just saying it's, it's possible. It is possible. All I know is I don't know. Right. And I'm not trying to get into all that. I'm just trying to. Make sure everybody knows that I'm not trying to stereotype. Right, right. I'm merely bringing the information from this book. Right, right. Okay? So the first one that we're going to read is on page 391, and it's called A Cantor After 70. Okay. Okay? When God created the world, he first made animals, and after that, man. After he had created the dog, the dog asked God, what must I do in the world? And God answered, you will have a master who will beat you if you will not obey him. Oh. Yeah. 
You'll chew on bones and bark at the moon. Wee, that sounds fun, right? Mm, no. How long will I live? Asked the dog. Seventy years. What? Wait, what? What? Cried the dog. Lead a dog's life for seventy years? Fifteen is enough. Fifteen years it shall be, agreed God <laughs> graciously. <laughs> Next, God created a horse. What must I do in the world? The horse asked, and God answered, You will pull a load and get a good whipping for your trouble. Mm. I mean, this just sounds great, right? Right, yeah. And how long will I live? Seventy years. What? cried the horse. Lead a horse's life for seventy years? Twenty-five is enough. Twenty-five years it shall be, agreed God graciously. Mm, graciously, after he created the animal mm -hmm. to be beaten and carry it right? all right. Yeah, yeah, what a nice okay. guy. Right. Yeah. Love this God. Yeah. Having created all the animals, God next made a cantor, a person that leads mm. the singing. Yeah. What must I do in the world, asked the cantor. I'm probably saying it wrong. It's probably cantor. So apologies if I'm mispronouncing it. I'm always like that. <laughs> And God answered, you will have to sing at all weddings and circumcision parties. When you chant the service in the synagogue, the members of the congregation will be in raptures. Your life will be an endless pleasure. How long will I live? Seventy years. Mm. Seventy years? Why, that's way too little, mm. cried the cantor. Almighty God, grant me many more years beyond my allotted seventy. You shall have more years if you wish it, agreed God graciously. But where could God find for him the years beyond three score and ten? He could only give it to him from the years allotted to the dogs and the horse. Therefore, good friend, if you listen to a cantor who is above seventy years old, don't be surprised if he howls like a dog. And if you eat with him, don't be surprised if he gorges like a horse. <laughs> the end. Got Did it. you love it? Man, that's great. That's one of the better ones of these. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Was not impressed with this You're selection. You're setting this up for all of our listeners to just drop off. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> we're just getting through this book just like the Bible, right? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, now we're going to read one from Preachers and Rabbis. Okay. And that's page 392, A Letter of Recommendation. Okay. The post of rabbi was vacant in a Bronx congregation. A rabbi who had but recently given up a pulpit in Brooklyn applied. The president of the Bronx congregation did the usual routine thing. He wrote a letter of inquiry about the rabbi to the Brooklyn congregation. Shortly after, he got the following answer. Our rabbi, our former rabbi can easily be compared to Moses, to Shakespeare, to Demosthenes, and to God the Father. Wow, jeez. Right? The Bronx congregation was impressed and delighted with this glowing praise. Right. So they appointed the Brooklyn rabbi to their pulpit. But it did not take long for them to discover that their new rabbi was no genius. So in a huff, the president wrote a sizzling letter to the Brooklyn congregation, upbraiding it for the deception and demanding an explanation. Several days later, they got the following reply. Why do you call us names? Who has deceived you? We wrote you as we did for the following reasons. Our former rabbi can be compared to Moses because, like him, he knows no English. <laughs> to Shakespeare because, like him, he knows no Yiddish. To Demosthenes because, like him, he speaks as if he has pebbles rolling in his mouth. And to God the Father because, like him, our former rabbi is positively not human. <laughs> <laughs> I actually liked that one. All right. All right. On page 393, we will read Fair Solution. Okay. 
The rabbi was walking along the road when he met a fat, rich man who was smoking. Why do you smoke? It's an awful vice, he rebuked him. I smoke to help me digest my dinner. I overate, apologized the fat, rich man. Further on, the rabbi met a thin, poor man who was also smoking. Why do you smoke? Don't you know it's a terrible vice? The rabbi lectured him severely. I smoke to drive away the pangs of hunger, murmured the thin, poor man apologetically. Lord of the world, cried the rabbi, lifting his eyes to heaven. Where is your justice? If only the fat rich man would give the thin poor man some of his dinner, both of them would be healthier and happier, and neither of them would have to smoke. Perfect, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, yes, that is correct. Right. I Socialism. No, wonderful. No lies detected, friend. Right. Okay, so the next one we're going to read is on page 395, and we're entering the Rothschild section, okay? Okay. This one's called Living Deluxe. Okay. In the Jewish cemetery at Frankfurt am Main lives the mag or I'm sorry lies the magnificent grave of Reb Amschel Rothschild, the founder of the famous banking family. One day, a poor man from Galicia came to see the grave and stood marveling at the tombstone's beauty and costliness. That's what I call living, he murmured to himself in rapture. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that something? That's good. Yeah. I think there's one more. Yeah. Okay. On page 398, True Grief. Okay. At the funeral of the richest man in town, a great many mourners turned out to pay their last respects to the dead. Among the multitude was a poor man who heaved deep sighs as he followed the hearse. Are you a close relation to the deceased? Someone asked him commiseratingly. Well, I'm no relation at all, he replied. Then why do you weep? That's why. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It took me a second, too. Right, yeah. Yeah, so that is it for that section. Next time, we will be getting into a continuation of this chapter, or, yeah, of this chapter, traditional types, um, with doctors and patients, waiters and restaurants, and matchmakers. Mm, that sounds... Kind of possibly interesting. Yeah, that sounds funner. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Though they weren't that bad today. You you set me up for like really bad and I'm like, it wasn't that bad. I like to think it's just because I read the best ones and I read them well. Got it. Got it. I credit myself. Okay. God what? gets to credit himself for everything. Right, I get to yeah. credit myself. Fair enough. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Well, that was our episode today for the book club. For Sacrilegious Book Club. And uh, I'll be getting out the weekly wrap up here shortly and <laughs> then we'll be back tomorrow with... Or, or maybe even today because it's late. Well, yeah. So whatever. Yeah. It'll be out after this one. Isaiah chapter 11. There you go. We'll see you then. Yep. Bye. Hey, wife. I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh, my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. 
But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.